Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ooh, baby, we got a wild one for you this week. It's a pastiche of audio files put together to give you a sense of what our trip to Boise, Idaho was like. If you're trying to sleep, this one's not the one for you, baby. That's right. Do not put this on and drift away. There is screaming. There is there's, yelling. There's just, it's audio from every form of recording <laughs> device you can find. Wake up. Yeah, get up. <laughs> M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Happy second. Oh, Diva. Uh, wait. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. This week, we're recording live from the Modern Hotel in Boise, Idaho. That's right. We're here hanging out, having a great time, um, because we came to Tree Fort. Honestly, so fun. So beautiful, Idaho. We had a great time. So we have, we have the a The mountains. We did a live podcast recording at Tree Fort, which we are going to play for you later, but we thought we would just do like a little hotel, hotel recap, pre-airport Recap. Yeah, so what have you done to prep your body for the airport? Um, I ate. And sweetie, she ate! <laughs> sweetie, she ate! She ate! She you know who did turn it last night? You, at the Balcony Club in okay. Boise, Idaho. I feel like we, It was wild. I, they were going up. I feel like we have worked together for many years. And just now, I'm entering the, the stage of like, I have proven myself to you as a performer. No, I always knew you were good. It's just the oh, right, audience. Because you were a fan. First. I was a fan first, right? But uh, sometimes the audience doesn't meet you at whatever level you're at. And last night it was like a beautiful. It was great. Like so, it was like pumping you up, and then you were pumping them up, and then you were brought up a whole bunch of dancers on stage. It got wild. And the people I brought up on stage had previously performed that night, so they knew how they to like, like get, get on the stage and then immediately get off when their time was done. Yes, because I was like, "Thank you," and they all just disappeared, and I was like, "Amazing." Because I had made a mix, and there was no time to pause to, like, get a drunk person off the stage. Yeah. I was like, they gotta get off so I can do the next thing. But it really was. It felt... I love Boise. I have... There is a crowd here that will show up when when a show of mine is promoted and girl they showed up they turned out they were on their feet they were having a great time get on your feet ha get up and make it fappin and we fap come on we haven't said fap in a minute that's like jerking off yeah that door is not closed is someone trying to get in no but is that chris (gasps) Do you want to go find Chris and get him to talk on the podcast? No, absolutely not. I'm too embarrassed. I'm in love with him. We should go find him. He's Chris is friends with a person who... Okay, with, so Chris, Chris is, is the, friends with Cole. Chris is the bartender here at the Modern Hotel. If you're ever here, make sure to come swing by, say hi to Chris. He charged me... 50, uh, well, we'll talk about it later. He's the bartender <laughs> who charged me $58, 53, $56 for a 53. drink. He said 56 he doesn't know what he's talking And then the funniest thing happened, I mean, last night, because he bought two t-shirts and a pin, and it came out to $55, and he couldn't tell if Dipper was joking or not about the price. Oh, yeah, and I had to break down the price. I had to give him an itemized yeah. rundown of what was going on. We really have had a time here in Boise. You know what I love about staying in towns and cities <laughs> is just sitting in the hotel as long as I can. Tell them. This morning, I didn't leave the hotel room until 1 o'clock. And you were like, baby girl, I'm getting a late checkout. To the point, you were so adamant to the point where the lady said, you can stay another night on us. You can just stay the other night if you want on us. (laughs) And it was like a threat almost. She was like, will you use this offer? I I said no. I was like, no, we're leaving at 3. We do have a flight to cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get on your your feet. Okay, we... um. We saw amazing drag 
on Thursday night here yeah. in Boise. Um, Thunder Pussy. Uh, Serafina Thunder. Con. No, Thunder Pussy. Pussy. Serafina Thunder Pussy was the host of the show. We saw so many performers. I'm blanking on her name, so call into the voicemail and let us know. Yeah. But the diva who did... The spoken word into the... uh, What? Which one? I was thinking about the girl in the orange with the victory roll hairdo. Oh, that was incredible. She's from Seattle. She did American Idol into Gloria. Yes. Who I am talking about is Miss Ma'am, who had full production number. She opened her her number with the the choreography from Goddess from Showgirls. Oh, from Showgirls, yes. yes. So, and then she went into uh, Venus from Lady Gaga. Yeah, and I'm she had Venus. Two or she had four, four backup, backup dancers dancers. that were turning. Everyone it. was just in like pasties and a little panty yeah it was just all body it was full choreography one of those dancers at one point was just blasting a hole me and nino me and whoever i was sitting next to were looking at it we know that nina was at the show with us who nina east nina east yes her nasty cousin nina easton she's uh sheila's sister Sister. (laughs) mother yeah you know nina easton nina easton um, yeah, and then, th- here's one thing that hasn't been great for us. It's so cold. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say? I love how you are now guessing what I'm going <laughs> to say all the time. I would say about 50-50, you're right. Were you about to say it's so cold? No, I was going to say, I feel like our food, our restaurant adventure in the city did not pan out correctly. And it's making me want to, like do research before I travel next to know where to eat. I normally do. But on this one, when I got on the Yelps and started, yeah, our tra- your transition lenses have gone back to normal color. <laughs> yeah, so now I can put them back Are mine? Nope. You still got, I feel like I still Yours got are a, still little, a little tinted. A little tinted. If anyone knows a good transition lens company, and it goes fast. fast. I'm looking for a quick transition. I, I don't want to look like a D-bag in sunglasses for 15 minutes when I'm sitting inside. What did... I also, when you go to a nightclub and someone's wearing sunglasses, I think it must be so disorienting for them. Yeah. Like, sure, you look cool and important and VIP, but can you see anything? But here's my thing. I really want to get into tinted glasses. I want to always have, like, a, a little tint. I don't want full sunglasses. Rose color, blue. Denim, the host last night, was Den- wearing oh, blue tinted Denim was glasses. such a funny host. Love the wig. Illiterate. No, a little too literate, like trying to read ahead. <laughs> the wig was amazing. The wig was The boot so good. was amazing. Yeah, cunty boot, cunty wig. Can we say cunt? You just did. Chris? Chris? Yo, I gotta tell you, this man is perfect. You're into Chris. Yeah, duh. Now, that's, you know what? We didn't uncover that. But you'll hear later when we do talk about the $53 drink. Meatball, we were sort of, we were we were sort of hypothesizing why you would just pay for that. Now I'm realizing why, because Chris is hot. Well, and because I don't know how much drinks here cost. A double in LA. So you're not gonna just lean in on the Chris is hot moment? No, because, I, well, yeah, Chris is hot. <laughs> Boise, baby. What about? What about my prospect that I didn't close? Why didn't I close? Uh, with the one last night? Yeah. He was... Because he left. But he was ready. Well, you were a little too busy folding shirts and doing all that. I just, like, what do I say? You tell me what to say. I'm not good at it. No, 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 no. What I need is the instruction. I need to know the go-to thing. Because here's what happens. This is, this is my mindset around that. I was on stage performing. I ended the show with put the money down my pants. So I'm in a thong. I'm up there inviting people to come. He came up. He made real good, strong eye contact with me. And I locked it back. And I was like, oh, he's cute. I like his smile. Then he stuffed a dollar in the front, gave my belly a little pat, and then rubbed it. Like his hand went up my body and I watched him the whole time. And I was like... I'm going to try to talk to that man after the show. He purchased a shirt. Then he came and he purchased a shirt. We had eye contact the whole time. We were talking. He asked me what other plans I had. I found out he's a farmer. He runs a cattle. No, he grew up on a cattle ranch and now he protects. Well, see, don't kill your, like, don't, because maybe next time you're in town, you 
This could end up like the dad situation. You're talking about the dads about. are back on the field, baby. The dads are back in play. Okay. He protects farmland from development. Slay. That's like a very lovely job. Yeah. So, but we're talking, and then developed this pussy. I just like didn't know like what is the next step like. He well, was well, like, I don't know what you were saying, but you he were said, like, "What you, else are you gonna do?" I said, "Probably suck this dick." So I'd just be like, do you want to come back to my hotel later? Yes. Just that forward. I feel like that's the only way it works. Because I know how to do that on the apps. I know how to literally be like, my throat is ready. This is my room number. But saying that to someone in person. I guess it would be hard to say it in person. But So I, I should have said. Like, um, well, I leave tomorrow. So I guess tonight's my only night to do anything if you want to hang out. If you want to hang out. Because that leaves it open to because in my mind hanging out could be. In my mind, I'm like, I have to shower. I'm drenched in sweat. Yes, absolutely. And I have this whole suitcase. And yes. you and I have to get back to the hotel and blah, blah, blah. So, like, hey, if you're free in, like, an hour, tonight's the night to hang out. Yeah. And then just be and like. And do the hard G on hang. Hang out. And then just be like, I got a shower. I got a lot going on, but. Stick around and head over. It's a few blocks. We've got a great show for you, so stick, stick around. around. Head on over when the show's over and uh, I'm gonna throw that cock. Get on your feet. Have you ever sat in a chair like this? I'm no, I hate that chair. Barely. Oh, the weirdest thing. This chair is it. nine inches from the floor. Not even. And it is so low, and I'm sitting on just the edge of it, just resting my butt. You're teaching. You're. Is the has the plump gone down? No. Dipper has now just exhaled, made a face of <laughs> anguish, and rubbed his belly. Because we you just okay? came from lunch, I got half a burger in my bag. I tell you, when you when you think cheese plate, it's usually just like yeah. two or three slices of every cheese. Yeah, it's a tasting menu. We went to this place called Fork uh, uh, because someone told us to go there. Hey, Fork, Fork you. <laughs> And Fork off. The the servings were enormous. Servings? Servings? What'd you say? I need to take a nap. Yeah, you're going down. <laughs> Basement. <laughs> oh my god, Dipper. Friday the oh 13th. God, Dipper, Guess play Jason. No, I'm not drunk. What were you saying? The service workers... I don't remember. I got distracted. Cheese plate. The cheese plate was too big. There was too many cheese. Uh, there was too much of each cheese. Yeah. It needs and to now be I'm like, full of cheese and I'm going to be farting it up on, in my first class seat. All right. Because I got an upgrade. That was not real. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. No. Cut it. I won't. I refuse. You should be proud you're flying first class and you paid for it. Yeah. Um, have you watched Swarm? Yes. Uh, didn't we already talk about this? We did, we did talk about it on the podcast. Okay, well, I'm only like three or four episodes in. I have finished. I'm so excited once you're done. If you're a listener at home, watch Swarm watch in the next call week. Watch Colin. And we'll talk about it. A watch, comma, call, call in. in. I thought you were saying Colin's like the first name of someone. Watch Colin. <laughs> watch Colin on Swarm. Guess what? I went to college with the writer of Swarm. Oh my goodness. Do you know them at all? Not anymore. <laughs> 14 years ago or whatever. When was college? Yeah, it was about then. 15? Uh, 15 for 18 you. 18 years ago? For me, it's only 10. No, 18 years ago. Oh no. <laughs> it's so weird. Do you ever feel like at this age, everything in my mind, I always just say like, oh yeah, it was like 10 years ago. And then when I really think about it, I'm like, was 18 years ago. I'm we, fucking 30 years old. We, yeah, we described, when Tian was on the show, we described How I Met Your Mother as a 90s sitcom. It premiered in 2005. So like, That's close enough to, everyone knows that the 90s didn't end until 2007. That is common knowledge. Culturally. I feel like things in high school and things in college I can remember so specifically and they're still a big deal in my brain. Mm -hmm. But like 25 to 35 just all feels like yesterday. Like it all feels like, oh yeah, that's when I was doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I don't ever think of it in the detail that I think of like some event or some like four month program I did in my 20s or like that period of time when I worked at a coffee shop. Like oh, yeah. that I remember as like so impactful. Yeah, because when I think back to like... 
New York. And I think about how, because I worked all the time at J. Crew. And when I try to like file in my memory, like things that happened there, there's like two memories of actually working there. Like I can't remember my, like the people I worked with. I feel like I'm forgetting a lot of stuff. Am I dying? You look dead. Dipper's first words to me this morning when I got out of bed to answer the door were, you look tired. And I was like, I was asleep. <laughs> she was like, no, I look asleep. asleep. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yep. love hobbies, but I just... I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash sloppy. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And we're back. So for what happened when you met Irene? Oh, she told me she knew who I was. That's so nice of her. Yeah, it was a lovely... She slayed it. She really did. Body on. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Nini. Wow, Nini. Pussy about to end this. The bodysuit. Drow. I want to know who makes her stuff. I'm curious. You know what I was doing? Of course, because she went home first. But it's been so long since Drag Race. I was, of course, looking at those outfits, trying to... Because her outfits were stuck. Yeah, they would have won. And so I was trying to look, I was trying to rack my brain for like, were any of those outfits like runway categories? The one last night was. Which one? Which category? The green one was going to be like the twin, was the makeover challenge. She just posted a picture of her and Bosco in, in the those. Thing. And, was and she, she's been posting what her looks would have been on Twitter. Was the bunny wabbit one that you wore? She wore the, a bunny wabbit? Those like long... Oh, stuff oh with the head thing? Yeah. I don't know. I could look. Tree fort. Did you enjoy the meet and greet that we did? There was no greeting. Yeah, it was just like a hi, and then we could maybe say like two or three sentences. Well, and then people, people stepped in smiling for a photo and then left. Is it, did we, you, this is, I thought about this all night. Did we do that wrong? Are we the drama? Are you saying that we were not nice? I thought we were talking to people fine, but no one really wanted to talk back. Are we supposed to add a meet and greet? If a tree falls in the forest, add a meet and greet. If are Chris we, walks by this window. Add a meet and greet. Are we the ones meant to say, 
Oh, ow. Ow. What's happening? I think I just like twisted my hip in a weird way. What is going on? Oh, it hurts so bad. Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Add a meet and greet. It's actually oh not good. Oh, my God. It hurts so bad. Okay, I'm going to sit on this pillow. Ooh, thank God I'm in first class. Now, what were you saying about being Get like, off your feet. feet. <laughs> it hurts. Oh, my God. Meatball, like, twisted her body one tiny way, and her whole thing got fucked up. Now she's lying fully on a bed. Well, it, it really... I didn't want to say anything, but I think I injured my hip again when I fell at fast left. And I take responsibility. It's not your fault, because I was doing fine, and then... You were doing too much. Yeah. Anyway, at a meet and greet, are we meant to say, hi, how are you? What's your name? Where are you from? Do you listen to the podcast? Like, are we meant to turn all that energy on? I feel like the answer is yes. Because all you and I do is people walk up to us and we go, hello. Hello. How are you? And that's it. But then uh, there were a couple of But I feel like when I do a meet and greet, I walk up to people and I'm like, hey, how are you? Has today been fun? Like, I start asking them questions. You sure weren't doing it last night? When I'm going up to someone in a meet and greet. At the club. Like if I'm going oh, to you, meet and greet on someone. You mean when you're the ticket buyer? Yes. Meet, I got you. When I'm going to meet and greet on you. Like what do the girls at DragCon, like let's say if they're at DragCon, are they asking the people questions? Or are the people walking in and being like, I love you. You're amazing. Like, well, I, I I would hesitate to compare our meet and greet to their meet. I'm just saying a meet and greet in general. Okay, a book signing. Is no, that person supposed yes, to ask? Because I think what it is is oftentimes the, the let's say it, fan is... Well, last night we had friends. I know, it was all just friends. So maybe that's why. Yeah, I think... But oftentimes those people are like a little, they don't know what to do or they don't know what to say. But you know what's weird is that as I was walking around... People had no problem coming up and talking to me and, like, being super friendly. I feel like the formality of the meet and greet was, like, it, weird. It blows it out because, like, I... It blows it, it blows it out. But because normally in my writers and things, when I do a club and they ask me to do a meet and greet, I'm always like, nah, but I will stick around for an hour after right. They want the photos. Out. And I think that's what it was. The meet and greet is, like, people get the photos. So the point of what we were doing yesterday was just people got a picture. I walked away from the meet and greet and then went to... Sleep, sleep, snoring, in, sleep in, in the, the loud, busy club, like next to a speaker. It's a talent. I was worried about your ears, Grandpa. Well, I was trying to get my energy up. It worked. Get on. I should have taken a nap. Feet. Get up and make it happen. You sound great. All right, so we're gonna go talk to Chris. But what you're about to you hear? You think he's working the bar? Yes, Chris. What you're about to hear is our recording from our live uh, Sloppy Seconds pod fort appearance at Tree Fort yes. And thank you all so much for coming. It was We were joking about only 12 people showing up, but it was a full room and people were sitting on the floor. Half of them didn't know who we were, but it was lovely to see them. It was a good chunk of people who had no idea what was going and on. And the when first I time I said, yeah, when I said, did they finger you? And the old lady started being like, oh, ooh. Ooh. oh, it's like that. Chris? No. Anyway, listen to this up and enjoy our live show. And I, I might help. Chris? Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slaps, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Slappy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. And we're here live! Wow, how cool to be here in... Tree Fort, Michigan. (laughs) 
have you been enjoying the travels? So I have had such a wonderful time here in Idaho. Yeah. I ate the craziest biscuits <laughs> and gravy this morning. It was absolutely unhinged. We went to the wrong place. We did. They did have two Blue Lives Matter stickers on the door that I did not notice until I was already halfway through my biscuit. Which you didn't even finish because it was bad. It was so salty. And tell me why I ordered clam chowder last night. Now what is, was that? Is Michigan landlocked? <laughs> I'm sorry, Idaho? Because yes. I wouldn't be eating clams here. But we had like a long conversation about it. And then I was like, yeah, I'm doing I'm it. Doing and then it wasn't good. Well, we have a history of doing that when we travel. We decide, like, oh, let's go out to dinner. Let's eat something that we wouldn't normally eat when we're in L.A. And then it's always... Bad. Bad. Very bad. Thoughts? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm normally, one of my skills is food consumption. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I guess when I'm with you, it always turns out bad, poorly. Poorly. Anyhow. Well. We have a list of fun topics We brought to talk so about. many, oops, sorry. Topics with us. That's right. Uh, the first being, you got charged $53 for a drink last night. You want to talk about that? I did. I <laughs> ordered a double tequila soda, and he went, what uh, alcohol do you want? I believe I said Cazadore. There was like a long conversation about it. He had a flat-brimmed hat. Yeah, he it was, was like very a mixologist yeah. vibe. Earlier, um, he had burned cinnamon and made me a cinnamon uh, margarita. So that's where he's at. <laughs> That's what he's that's bringing what to he's the table. up to, and I was like, "Can I just get tequila and soda, please? No science." And the bar was closed. They were making me a cocktail after the bar was closed. Yes. Right, but he was like, "No problem, I got you." And he starts like putting everything together, and then he gives you a tiny little drink, the smallest thing I've ever seen. It, he like poured <laughs> a little bit of Lacroix in it, and he goes, "I'll just give you the can because the can was full." Yeah, generous <laughs> to give a pure. Pure LaCroix. Tequila, yeah. No, pure LaCroix. Oh, pure LaCroix, yeah. Which, but, to me, it's like, that shouldn't cost the same as the ones with flavor. No, but there's something about... <laughs> I don't even think I got charged for the LaCroix. I think it was just the tequila. Well, he charged you a lot for the But tequila. it was like a lot of tequila, and I don't know why this... But I'm sure this happens to y'all. Sometimes people will give you something that's, like, way too expensive, and you don't have the heart to be like, now explain this number. <laughs> so I just gave him an $8 tip. You look... Like, no, you looked up... You looked up... <laughs> at me and you were like it's 53 dollars and i was like is it and you were like i don't know and you just started to sign i did i didn't want to have to fight with a man in a big brimmed hat so i was like oh excuse me is there a reason i was like what no i was actually really said, nice i said what is the reason, reason this drink is 53 dollars and he was like oh i'm so sorry it's a mistake but then he proceeded to say, now I don't drink alcohol, so I don't have a frame of reference for this, but he proceeded to say, sorry, I charged you for top shelf tequila. Yeah. Is there a drink that costs that much money? I, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's why I was willing to pay it. I was like, I don't know how much Cazador is in Michigan, but in LA, it's $20 for a double. <laughs> that was $20. Exactly, and this is tequila. Who else is drinking daytime? One. This one just grimaced. He went, oh. <laughs> Me. No. I almost ordered you a clam chowder. Thank you. Um, so I recently got a butt facial. Okay, let's get into it. There's a man in Los Angeles who will scrub, tug, do whatever he wants to your butt. Why don't you go into some detail about what he did? Did he finger you? No. Oh. Well, so, I'm not interested. I was on, we were, we, uh, we were talking on the podcast and I came across this ad on Instagram that was for this guy. He goes by Booty Boss LA. Um, and I was like, what is going on here? This looks amazing. We talked about it on the pod and immediately after he hit me up and he was like, come in for a butt facial. So I haven't yet described what happened to the butt Please face. describe it to me, because I need to know. So he gave me, like, the full experience. It was a comped experience. So if you're in L.A. and you want to go get a butt facial, you can use code SLOPPY for $10 off. Ooh. <laughs> and you've been invited to experience this on your own. I don't know. Tell me about it first, okay, and then I'll decide. So it's, he has, like, a dedicated room in his apartment. Both he and his partner... Do sorry, I didn't know that you were in someone's home. He's an entrepreneur, he runs a business out of his home. Okay, what do you do in your home? Absolutely nothing, yeah, lay around. 
eat Cheetos. <laughs> what happened to your butt? Okay, so he put me in the room. I lay down. He was like, you, this can be like, you can be a little more like up and active or you can be like fully face down and sensual. And I was tired, so I was like, I'll take the relaxed one. But it's just about like your head position. Like you're either resting, you know, up or you're like in a face cradle all the way down. Mm -hmm. And then he said, there's going to be a lot of different temperatures that you'll experience. Don't be alarmed. Just know that that's part of it. Um, and he was like, and it's perfectly normal if you get aroused. But this is, this is not a sexual experience. And I was like, okay, sounds amazing. The temperature thing, that got me together. Well, like, we're, how cold are we talking? How hot are we talking? At one point, he went out of the room to the fridge or the freezer and brought back what I can only imagine were, like, spoons? <laughs> He's really running a home business. <laughs> and it was, like, you know, like, the circling the cheeks and then down the crack. You know, to the point where you're like, ay! Like, like, <laughs> But he did, it was it was incredible. He did multiple masks. Like he painted on like different clay masks and then he wiped them off with hot, hot towels. He brought, you know, that like mister, the steamer that they put on your face. That was all over my butt. Did it he was do a like a normal facial where they take the tools and like pop zits and stuff? If, I, I don't have any, I, I but will, I, don't, I don't know what's going on back here, you know? It did not happen to me, but he said, if there is a need for an extraction, I will do that for you. Additionally, I got cupping done on my butt. Oh, God. And it's not like the kind of cupping you see on someone's like uh, back where there's like all the little ones. It's two big cups. <laughs> it was incredible. So he was like, I'm just going to um, fit you for these cups. And so we he has multiple sizes? Yes. He is running a business. He is running a business. That's true entrepreneurship. So he's like, he was like, he tried one and he tried the other. Then we found one that was just right. And he turns on this machine and he was like, it, it was, it was, he was like, you'll feel a little discomfort. I was like, ah. like it was so Because of the suction? It, it was pulling that hard? Each of them, both cheeks. Separately. Yes. And then, it, and then it lets it go. And then it sucks him back up. And he goes, it's going to be on a three-second rotation for about 20 minutes. So in the beginning, I was like, this is so intense. And I, I was like, can you turn it down a little bit? He was like, sure, sure, sure. And then I fell asleep. With this thing going. Yeah. He took before and after photos. And flattened both. It was <laughs> Long back. Long back. Flatten both, yes. Uh, no, I will say it was plumper afterwards. Yeah. He said it's the equivalent of 1,500 squats. Now, have you ever squatted in your life? Too many times to count. <laughs> 1,500 times? 1,500 times. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say it, it felt um, uh, luxurious. To well, have yeah, the whole I mean, treatment. it's something that's like so absurd that you would have to feel luxurious doing it. Like, I'm wasting my money on getting my ass back, you. No, it's self care. <laughs> You're going, by I, the way. You know what? I am going to go. And we should record it video style. <laughs> I need people to see these cheeks. Well, if you recently, look a man, when I walked away from him, looked at my butt and then tapped me on the shoulder and he said, Thank your parents for that booty. And I looked at him and said, Never met him. It's not a lie. <laughs> not even a joke. You get hit on a lot? Um, yeah, but it's always in drag, which is so wild to me. Did I tell you that I... Someone said I was hot? No. Did I, did I tell you that I, like, had... Did we talk about this? Where I, like, got hit on and then, like, had, like, an in-person flirtation? No, where? At Barracuda. Okay, go this, on. This guy, this, like, young, young man who I found out is an electrician... He like looked at me from across the room. He was like, what's up? And I like signaled him over and we just like chatted. Then he was like, can I kiss you at the bar? Do people do that? I yeah, said, wait, they want to know, did you kiss this electrician? I didn't. Because it was too fresh from the booty vacuum? <laughs> no, I was just like, I don't like to kiss in public. That's what I said to him. 
What? But then the next day I was Wait, like, you were at precinct. You could have gone anywhere in precinct. You could have taken him backstage. But I was You could working. have taken him into the kitchen. I was The work- freezer is lovely. The freezer is lovely. Yeah. You got a lot of positive uh, feedback from your idea of, you know, that room at the Costco that's the Have fridge. y'all ever been to a Costco? You know how they have that room that's a refrigerator? Okay, go with me. That, but a gay bar. Like, just freezing cold inside. The drag queens never sweat. Your drinks never need ice, so you can get a real double. (laughs) A real $58 double. (laughs) Like, I don't understand why gay bars are constantly so hot. Is it like, are gays hotter? I go to straight bars all the time, and I'm not sweating it up in them. Yeah, I don't think straight people dance. They're not heated, you know what I mean? Ooh. But anyhow, I, I was working, so I was like, I just feel... You I, were judging a sexy ass competition. Do not call it work. You was, were paid to paid, look at ass. I was paid for my time. I was working. <laughs> okay. I feel, some would say the people shaking ass were working harder. Yeah. How much did the winner get? $200. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. You could get a butt facial with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I give my, when people win the sexy eating competition at Fat Slut, they get $200. But it's because I know that they're going to get that bill from the Uber driver for having food all over their car. Because I send them home with a loose towel. And sometimes if the towel looks clean, I'm like, give it back. You should give them a poncho. Oh. Like a plastic poncho. That seems like too much money to give people. Like too much to buy? Like $2. How much is a poncho? Like a cheap disposable one? Okay, we could do that, I guess. Think about the environment, though. Yeah, I don't want to. I already have to get the biodegradable tarps, and they fall apart when wet. So what's the point of the tarp? I'm basically buying a large Listerine tab. That, but a club. But <laughs> a club. Everyone's got fresh breath. Um, I want to talk, you mentioned earlier that uh, because your boyfriend was out of town, the cats slept on top of you instead of him. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't sleep if anything's touching me. Is anyone else like that? Like I can't have clothes on when I sleep. I can't cuddle. Like you have to be on the other side of the bed. So when my boyfriend is out of town, the cats come to me and one of them sleeps literally in between my legs. So all night I just roll over on him until I wake up and he's clawing, trying to get out of this (laughs) tornado of sheets that I've created around him. And I'm literally like, why do you keep coming back? And then I argue with my cats for two hours. Thoughts? Couldn't be me. Couldn't be. What do you sleep in? Um, underwear or nothing. Th- a thong? A thong. No. Thong? Like, I prefer a thong. But After your you- butt facial, I'm going back. Did you feel like you couldn't sit down anywhere? No, no it I wasn't like I feel like that. it's like that thing where you put lip plumper on and they get really full for like three hours and then they start to go down. No, the butt facial was really, it was like... It, it's not a like it's not. Why a, you show? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Tonight at the club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he was like, "You're gonna be red for a couple days, so I might be blocked." Yeah, are you gonna have like a big purple circle, like a bruise? Maybe. <laughs> have you even looked back there? No. Mm. I don't really focus on the butt too mm. much. Yeah. Um, no, the butt facial. It's not like a med spa procedure. It's not like a chemical peel. It's like a like a treat yourself. Ah. It's like a pampering. Yes. And the idea is that like the the skin on the cheeks of your butt have never really experienced a clay mask. You know, yeah. it's just like a hard scrub with a loofah usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. use a loofah? You I, use a wash rag? Well, okay, here's the thing. Loofahs are very gross because yeah. they get like gross. So we use them, but we use them for like three days and then get a new one. And you won't buy someone a poncho? I'm very selective about how I care about, about the your environment. <laughs> You're like, won't catch me with a reusable Absolutely water bottle. Not. But I do go to a store where everything you have to bring your own containers to like take it home. And if they don't have what you need for the week, seems like you're not having milk. You know what I mean? If they're out, so are you. Have you ever had powdered milk? Yeah, I have right now currently powdered oat milk that is absolutely disgusting. What? I know. 
Oh, yeah. And the worst part is that you have to put it in hot water to stir it up so that it'll dissolve. And then you have to cool it down. So then it feels like you've just made yourself like, you know, know, they have the liquid kind at the store. I know, but I have to bring my own container and I can't take that to the store. (laughs) It sounds like I'm making my life a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I am. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. So, um, how are you? What, what, what? How are you feeling about things these days? You know, I'm just got my <laughs> eye on the future and yeah. really hoping that like these weird, crazy drag bands and all this anti-trans stuff doesn't make its way over to LA or get any worse here or in Tennessee. It's truly insane. I am very nervous about our trip to Tennessee because I am go- we're going with Willem and Detox, who are two known troublemakers. And I've looked up the laws, and apparently the first offense is just a ticket. Yeah. And the second offense is full arrest. And I know that Willem and and Detox will do well in prison because they're both bottoms, but I just don't know how I will do. You're not made to rough it. No. And I can't poop in public. So that means I'm not using the bathroom in prison. Now, I want to bring something up, because yesterday after... The famed clam chowder dinner. Uh huh. <laughs> we went and got a coffee before we went to the drag show. Mm. And you don't. <laughs> I'm saying it. You disappeared for a moment. And when you returned, it had been a while. You went to the bathroom. But it was a bathroom that I had to like leave the building and go downstairs and then use it. So there was like a lot of steps. Um, and when you came back, I was like, what happened down there? You were like, what was the word you used? It kind of was like theoretically, theoretically, no, intellectually, yeah. yeah, something I was emotionally, like, emotionally, I pooped, but nothing <laughs> happened because <laughs> I peed and then I washed my hands and then I went, oh, you know what? If I'm gonna dump out right now, would be the perfect time to do it. So then I like went into the stall and right as I locked the, I'm so sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Right as I lock the stall. It's not just them. There's a lot of people who hate this. <laughs> right as I, yes, yes, well, you're stuck. Right as I um, lock the stall, someone walked in. So then I just flushed the toilet and walked out. And mentally, the action mentally, of closing that's the, the stall and flushing the toilet, I was like, never been more relieved. <laughs> Went out all night, had a great time. Thoughts? I think that's super I think human. it's like the placebo effect, but for poo. The placebo effect. <laughs> Motivational speaker. Yeah. That's what it says about me. <laughs> I was looking at that bio. When did you first start calling yourself a motivational speaker? Um, maybe three years ago when we started the podcast. Because I feel like what I'm doing is letting everyone else know how not to live their lives. Right. Yeah. You're trying to motivate everyone to let loose. Let loose. I said let loose. Is anyone else a big fan of let loose? It's a good song. Thoughts? I asked you today if I should do a cover of it, and you said... By the time you came out with a cover of it, it would be like two years from now. Like, every one of your songs. And it, would ta- and it wouldn't be funny anymore. You gotta do it, like, now. Okay. And? I'm, I'm thinking about it. You should do it. Like, you. when we're on the flight back tomorrow, you should write the lyrics, and then you can record it like the next day, Sunday. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Done. Done. Slay. Got it. And then release it on Monday. That's how we'll do it. Good. Um, I think it's time that we should uh, take some questions. Great. Okay, my question is for Dipper. Uh-huh. Uh, you mentioned wanting to move to Boise a couple of times. Where are you on that journey? That, well, we were just talking about We this actually were just talking about that. Because walking around, it's like the vibe here is so great. And what did you, you were like, where are there so many queers here? Yeah, I would, no offense, <laughs> queers. Um, no, I was just a little bit shocked because a lot of the cities that I go to and perform in, it's like, no, there's you don't see queer people like, at front of house, being the hostess of a restaurant. And, like, we walked down the street and saw, like, six or seven people, and I was like, it feels like family here. Like, it's really great. But, like, most places, it's not like that. And we were also fantasizing about, like, opening a business or making a studio here or something. L.A. is just 
so expensive. It's yeah. like disgustingly expensive yeah. to do anything. So I think that would be the motivation to move from LA. And um, there's a lot of great places I've visited. I've, I've been to Boise many times. I love it here. And this is my second time and I love it even more. I really do. It's so fun. Except for that one restaurant with that biscuit. That was gross. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. It's called Big Boy, Big Buds, Big Who? Big City. Okay. Okay. I took Someone literally. Okay. Recommended let's get into it. it to us. It was recommended to us for the cinnamon rolls, and uh, they were sold out when we got there. And I, I will say it: the gravy on that biscuit is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> let loose. Um, I'm from Louisiana, where like biscuits and gravy rules, and that was the worst biscuits and gravy I've ever had. I'm not going to shout out the person who recommended it to us because... Say their name. They're paying us money. Don't say anything. (laughs) But we were like, great, it's right by the hotel. Let's go over there. And then like halfway through, we were like, this was a mistake. True. Yeah, that's what we realized when we were there. Why did no one tell us? This person also jokingly... Well, I thought it was a joke, so they were going to give me Chick-fil-A. And then they gave me Chick-fil-A. Another question? Any other question? Any other, please? Slay. <laughs> okay, cool. I saw an interview. If you have one, come up to the just mic. Come we up just want to get it for the point. recording. Yeah. Come up to the mic. Okay, then we won't answer. Yes. For you. Huh? <laughs> who's your cho- Who's your choice to win uh, Drag Race 15? Ooh. Ooh. Bible girl. <laughs> She's won every season. She's won every season. Um, I would say... Oh, boy. This is hard. I think I like Lux the most because she's, like, so young and confident, but I know that they're just going to all-stars her. Um, and it seems like they've written the win to be Sasha's. And although Sasha is very good and I love her and she's a sister and we work together all the time, I think... When have you worked with Sasha Colby? Uh, like, tons of Fridays that you've got mail. Oh, okay. Spelled M-A-I-L now. Um, who, who's the other one that I like? Mistress? Yeah, she should win. That fat bitch should win. I agree with you about Sasha. Also, they're being mean to Lucy. She's not that cunty. They're editing her to be awful. Every one of those girls walks into that room and goes, ugh, I should have won. And then they only edit Lucy being like, I should have won. I have to do this. You don't agree? No, I just, I respect the good TV that they're making. You gotta she be manipulative also is, to make good She's so TV. stuck up that, like, the more they piss her off, the worse she gets, uh-huh. which is great. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but leave her alone. I think Sasha's gonna win. And I we just saw Irene last night, and I'm still pissed that they sent her home first. Wasn't that That shocking? was so fucked up. Irene was so great at the club last night. Cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> Yes, come on up. Meatball, I have a question for you. Yes. I loved you in Chapel Roan's uh, music video of Pink Pony Club, so I'm really curious oh, yeah. what, your, what your experience was with that. Um, I had a wonderful Let time. Let the people know. What... Oh, Chapel Rowan is an incredible artist. She's, like, touring the world right now. Yeah. And she has a song called Pink Pony Club, and I was lucky enough to get cast in the video for that. It was me and Porkchop. Parker. She went home first on the first season of Drag Race. So, you know, I was in great company. And um, it was just a really fun video day. We went out to this crazy biker bar in the middle of nowhere in L.A. Or no, it wasn't even L.A. It was like outside of L.A. And we showed up and there was tons of um, Hell's Angels there for the music video. And they were all hanging out and I showed up in full drag and I was like, are these men gonna beat me up? And then they went, you wanna ride on the bike? And I was like, yes! Was and they this... like drove me around the block a few times. I was like, you guys are cool! Was this before you owned a motorcycle? Um, yeah, this was before I bought a motorcycle. I think that day maybe had something to do with me buying a motorcycle because now maybe I'll be like a Hell's Angel. Um, I can fight! I can. I know I you can, can fight. fight. Um, no, it was a wonderful experience. She's super sweet. Um, and every time she comes into LA, we hang out. And she actually just performed at uh, the Troubadour, which is like one of LA's most iconic clubs. Now, one thing I remember because this was for like the, it was during the six. Anything I, negative I said about it before doesn't exist. 
I don't think you said anything okay, negative. Go. I thought he was about to call me a liar. No. Um, but that was for like six months when I was like serving as your manager. Mm. So I remember negotiating how to get you out there. And the one thing that the I remember you reporting back was like you were like there was no dressing room, and that usually that, that's sort of a standard thing. Yeah. When it comes to like an independent production in L.A., they just like you show up somewhere and they're like, "Here's where it is." Did you drive like sleep in your car for two hours until <laughs> we're ready for you? Like. And but with drag queens it's totally different because you have to like put on pads and eight layers of tights and hope there's good lighting to adjust your makeup or put on your lashes. You can't drive like that. Well, uh-huh. well, I will say that day, um, the the bar it was like 105 degrees in LA, <laughs> so the bar's AC was not working, and I was getting dressed in a bathroom with Porkchop Parker, and she took over the main bathroom and said, "You can have that stall." And so a lot of my stuff fell in the toilet. But. I will but, say, I will say, if anyone has toothpaste, my toothpaste fell in the toilet at the hotel. And I, I so. good, because I just flushed it. I was like, I'm not digging around in there. Okay, so you pick and choose your environmentalism. You flushed a whole plastic tube of toilet. Okay, first of all, it was travel size. So I'm sure it was recycled. It's not the crowd to talk like that. No. Because <laughs> you know the people look at, in Michigan, look at the they really care about the environment. This is an environmental crew. I care. But if your toothpaste fell in a toilet, open, unscrewed, open, you would dig it out? And put it in the trash. Okay, but so the reason I brought up the bathroom scenario. One time when I was in Austin, Texas, I was throwing my party fat slut at Cheer Up Charlie's. It sold out 900 people. It was wonderful. Um, I had to make all the food before it started. So I thought in the hotel room, I could make a whole tray of spaghetti and meatballs using nothing but two pounds of uh, spaghetti. Uh, a metal tray, and a coffee maker. Let me tell you, it doesn't work. What was your plan? Well, okay, I'll walk you through it. I I heated up the water as hot as I could get it, and I poured it in the tray, and then I kept doing that until it was like a full tray, and then I dropped all the noodles in, thinking, oh, they'll cook if I stir it with my hand, but it was too hot to stir with my hand, so I just let them sit there. And it all congealed into one giant noodle as it absorbed all the water in the tray, and then I thought to myself, what do I do with this? After I poured a bunch of uh, spaghetti sauce on it and realized it was just a clump, a brick, I tried to flush it. It didn't work. That's the one time I've dug a bunch of stuff out of a toilet. Because I was like, I am not making someone who works here have to deal with this. So I took a um, grocery bag and, like, grabbed it all out of the toilet and then tied it up. And the next day, housekeeping went, what's in the bag? It's sloshing. And I went, "Eh, I don't know. There was other people here. (laughs) There was other people here? The reason I brought... (laughs) Wait, there was a question. (laughs) The reason I brought up the music video uh, changing room experience was because you have learned over time what you're into and what you're not into when you're in drag. Absolutely. And I want to say that the 10 minutes before we started this podcast was probably your living nightmare because we walked in daytime, in public, on the street. You were in full drag. Absolutely. And you, you were such a trooper. Well, here's the thing. I didn't you really have a problem walking here because it didn't feel like I was in, like, L.A. or something where it's, like, you could get jumped for just walking down the street. I felt pretty comfortable here. Because you always talk about, you're like, I never want to be out in public. Oh, yeah. One of my least favorite things to do is daytime public walking down the street and drag. And that's Makes no did. sense. But we did it. And I felt very comfortable here, Michigan. You're a hero. Where are we? Traverse City? No. Um... How about another question? Anyone else have one? Anyone yeah, else? come up to the mic. She's going to be like, why are you leaving tomorrow? Because <laughs> that's when they booked us. That's when they booked us. For tonight and, and you know, I didn't want to charge him for an extra hotel room night. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hi, ladies. Hi, Hello. ladies. Going to Tennessee, are there any new logistics to kind of like consider, look out for that people should know who are performing there? And also, how can we support the events you're going to be attending there and doing? Oh, great oh. question. That's a great question. So I'll start with the first uh, or the second part of that, which is we are going to live stream that event. And we just put the link out today at some point, but it'll be on social media and we'll talk about it on the podcast. But through this website, Moment House, uh, you can like it's like a ten dollar live stream that you can watch the whole event, and I think it's gonna look like a TV show. Ooh! If if I play my cards right, I think it's gonna be like a multiple camera. You know, it's gonna look nice. So that's the way people can support who aren't in Tennessee. And then um, logistic wise, it's interesting. So the law that they pass in Tennessee goes into effect April first. And it's about, it's like that really fucked up thing where it's about public drag. So anything that could be in the eyesight of a child. Um, and at play in Nashville, one of the big things that they do is they have this drag bus that drives around and it's a city tour with queens on it. And so they have to like adjust the bus. They have to like put blackout windows on the bus so that they can still run this business. It's like business. a full window where you can see the queens inside and you can look out at the city and it's like interactive with the queens and stuff and now they're having to like hide the drag queen. And there are queens who move, who get that job to work on the bus and move there because it's a full-time job. It's their whole career and they relocate to Nashville to do that. So um, we're going to ride the bus. And get arrested. No. <laughs> It'll be a ticket. It'll be a ticket. Um, and and uh, we're gonna ride the bus from the ven or from the hotel to the venue, park the bus out front of the venue, and make some media around that whole scenario. But um, as far as like in the club, they don't have to make any specific adjustment. No. Or for the live stream. Yeah. But it's still also so crazy to me that like a drag queen now can't get ready at home and drive to the gig. Right. Like, they're outlawing just a girl getting... Like, I wouldn't have been able to walk here if we were in Tennessee. That's how absolutely absurd it is. And, you know, what's what's uh, the sort of, like, the really veiled and fucked up uh, thing behind all of that is that, like, yeah, it feels like the attack on you, the drag queen, it's but it's actually me. the attack on the trans community mm -hmm. because it's up to the individual officer or the individual prosecutor to determine what they consider is... Uh, like a gender impersonation. Yeah. <sighs> okay, activism. It's just so sad. It's right. like, why? But we understand why. What is an attack on trans people? Next question. Okay. Yes, hello, Brad. Yes, hello. It's not, it's not really a question, but we did hear this morning that the drag bill here is being killed. <gasps> oh, oh, congratulations. Yes. At the club last night, her first name, Thunderpussy. Serafina Thunderpussy was um, sort of putting some information up, so that is great to hear that that got killed. Yeah, the legislation only has one more week, and it, I think they have other priorities to pass, and this, yeah. this just got too messy, and a lot of the nonprofits and queer communities stepped in and tried to do amendments on it, and I think they just were like, this is too much, we'll wait till next session. So. Yeah. That's great. That's great news here. It, so it, it really is such a shame that, um, you know, we always talk about taxpayer money in this country. We're always like, I pay your salary. Who is that guy who said that to Patti LuPone? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, during the musical. I pay your salary. And she was like, no, no you don't. don't. The producer signs my check. Um, you paid for your seat. But it is so fucked up that, like... That these people you you know use that position as an elected official to target just the most inane shit. So this other segment we do on our show is called Fuck Talk. <laughs> and usually we have guests on and they tell us weird or uncomfortable, strange stories about their sexual history, and I sit and go, oh. Um, but I, today is just. <laughs> I don't know that I told you. I want to know something. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. What are the it. dating apps here like? Because it seems pretty no face, just body pictures, or and then a lot of nothing. So you guys are all everyone's still married. virgins. Okay. <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> Farmers, Farmers only. only. I wish I had a farmer in my life. 
You really? Oh, my God. This morning at breakfast, the oldest man I've ever seen walked by, and Dipper goes, mm, I bet he's got a low hanger. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm trying to eat my microwaved omelet. I was just feeling it. That's all it was. You got those morning hornies. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm throwing a big warehouse sex party in L.A. Can I work the door? I don't want to see what's going on inside. I just want to know who's there. <laughs> no, because if you work the door, no one will be there. Boner killer. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the orgy. Very bad. It's not Condoms on the left. Hope you brought lube. No, we provide the lube. Oh, okay. It's a my, premium. Much like our welcome basket came with like 12 oh, yeah. different lube. A lot of lube, We're Cole, here for two nights. <laughs> what? You're yeah, thank you. you. So I was working on the graphic design because there's a big... And uh, by graphic, he means it's horrifying to look at. <laughs> there's a big... Uh, Loose like, hole. <laughs> leather event happening in Los Angeles on Sunday, so I'm going to pass out these flyers. And um, so I wanted to print some, and there's like this like lovely mom and pop. <laughs> Don't, just order it online. Don't ever talk to someone face to face about it. There's this lovely mom and pop print shop in my neighborhood. And I needed a same-day printing, so I, I had their email, and I emailed them, and I was like, hi, I'd like to print, like, 60 copies of this thing in black and white on cardstock. Uh, and I had put the graphic, like, multiple times on the page, so I was going to go in there and use their paper cutter. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's this much money. Do you want them to be cut for you? And I was like, sure, that sounds great. Here's the graphic, and I attached it. And then I didn't hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the words on the card look like they're dripping with cum. <laughs> well, what are the words? Uh, the top of it says, drain your nut at the Duarte Warehouse <laughs> Fuck Fest. Imagine a shop has been open for 35 years in Highland Park. They love birthdays, they love kids' cards, parties, and then they get, come get your nut drained. Yeah, of course they're not gonna respond. That's a Vistaprint and Vistaprint only. They don't ask questions, they come cut. You know what I mean? It's but fine. I needed them. I we were traveling to come. You pay here. the extra and Vista will make it happen. But this was on this was on Wednesday and I needed we were leaving on Thursday and I need them for Sunday. So I was like, I have to do this in person. Mm -hmm. So I went in and I was like, Oh, I'm here to pick up an email order. And he was like, Oh, I've got those right for you. And they were just right out there on the counter, rubber banded up, pre-cut. He was like, I cut them for you. Yeah, because he said, I don't want your nasty ass in my store anymore. Little posted on there with the price on it. He was so nice. Oh, what a spin. What a spin. <laughs> this, I mean, this doesn't look that graphic. It, um, <laughs> drain your nut. <laughs> I feel like drain your nut is really visceral. Yeah, it is. Everyone in here had a response to it. <laughs> Baby. Right. So well, you're it's Saturday, a sex party. What's the, okay, what's the deal? Like, what's the how much does it cost to get in? Um, what's the room gonna be set up like? There's is it gonna be dim lights? Are we talking red lights? Three rooms. Um, there's gonna be a and are they themed? No. Okay. It's a warehouse. That's the That's theme. The theme. Industrial. You could really Office throw people bar. off, and then one room just has like a snow machine in it, and you're like, it's the winter Thunderland. It's a foam party, actually. Uh, <laughs> we are doing a foam party. We are doing at a, at a nudist colony in Palm Springs. It's not a colony. It's just a place that is clothing optional. I don't a colony know the implies difference. people like live there full time. Okay. It's a hotel. All right, great. So it's a hotel where you're allowed to be fucking butt-ass naked. And uh, last time I was there, there was a lube slide, which just involves taking a bunch of tarps and laying them down on a hill and covering it in lube, which I can take some of the ones that you gave me now and do just donate them. And then people just run at it full butt-ass naked and slide down the hill. And one time I saw someone, like, kind of rolling in a way that you could see everything 
like vertically. I don't know. Like you saw the head and then the hole and then the balls and then the head and then the hole and then the balls. It was like that thing in the Olympics where they count when someone does a triple axel. You count the back of the head. I was counting the balls. I was like, oh, that was a triple axel. Balls. Balls. Anyway. Oh, the point of that was people covered in the lube and then they got in the pool. And so the pool had a thin layer of oil on the top of it. Did you just say you like that? Oh. <laughs> and the water got murky. And you go fishing. All right, well. well. We've had such a wonderful time here, Boise. Thanks for all coming out. We one time did a live show in Mobile, Alabama that 12 people showed up to. Yeah. Um, it was not advertised, so that's not on me. Thank you all so much for coming out for our live Slappy Seconds podcast. Okay, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Slappy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SlappyPod. You can follow us on our individual Instagrams at Big Dubber Jelly or Spiciest Meatball. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye! And then subscribe to Mom Plus so you don't ever miss an episode. Okay, bye. Great mic work, my dude. You did it. Give it up for the sound man. His name is Brett. Brad? Brett. Slay. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.